Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Did you see the lovely picture of um, Jane and Freddie getting married from Rainbow? Yes, I oh, retweeted that. I didn't yeah. know that I asked someone about... I hope oh, it was Rod on was Loose there. Women. I, I, I asked, it was Rod there, and, and they went, well, probably not. He was married to Jane yeah. 15 years yeah. ago. I didn't know that. No. Cause yeah, no, I, I know remember... she, I'd seen, I think it was like the best kids tv programs on channel five how incestuous was and they were saying and they were saying like i was with was she with rod first with rod first and yeah yeah yeah. and she left him for freddie yeah she said that i'm worried about jeffrey (laughs) is he dead oh no he's not i am worried about him (laughs) i don't think he's not dead i just threw that don't kill off jeffrey like that It's the Custard TV Podcast. I'm Luke, editor and runner of the website. Gary's in the London area. Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, Matt's in the northern area. Hello. How did we spend our bank holiday weekends? Anything interesting? Well, you were working, of course. And if I don't say that, you'll get annoyed at me for not knowing you were working. Oh. I, I spent most of my weekend with a two and three quarter year old, so I'm shattered. A three quarter year old uh, and a two year old, or just one? No, no, no. <laughs> No, but you see, if he was here right now, he'd want me to say he's a two and three quarter year old. Oh, because at that you... age, they do get very particular yeah, about you, their age. How old are you now? Forty two and five eighths, or something like that. Forty one <laughs> and five eighths. Thank 41 you. Forty one and oh, five eighths. And what, um, what, yeah. what are two and three quarter year olds into? Because it's a long time since uh, I've been Well, uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Still, of course, uh, never yeah. never fails. The Gruffalo. Funnily enough, Teletubbies is making a bit of a, rec- uh, a research. Oh. He quite like that. He had to have his Thomas the Tank in pyjamas on. Oh. Uh, we had to watch Thomas the So you Frank. were matching for once. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It would be nice to have a pal that was had yeah. the same taste in glue. I can imagine you, Gary, on my Thomas, IQ level. Yeah. in Thomas uh, the Tank engine pyjamas with a station, um, station controller hat on. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't go that far. <laughs> I didn't go that far. No, uh, we you built, can leave your hat on. We built a great train track that went round the front uh-huh. Uh, and then we went went to the library, and he bought he got a book on the Gruffalo, which was exciting. Who was the Gruffalo in the Gruffalo? I've not actually. Hello, no, I'm the Gruffalo. Probably he's not Welsh. No. Brian... Well, Brian, Brian Blessed is Welsh. Hello, or was it Ian he must be that voice. I don't know. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and to the postcard. Yeah. <laughs> was... I'll tell you in a minute. That's, yeah. it. I, um, yeah, that's nice though yeah so no that's it was lovely nice. but um and and the only time he, he ate his dinners but he played up a bit yeah. when when mum and dad oh no i got it completely oh. wrong it was robbie coltrane oh well yeah oh clo- clo- well in the same well but, but no, brian cool. blessed robbie coltrane Big i mean voice. you could easily yeah. hagrid brian blessed yeah, yeah. Luke. hey everybody here's our staff gary i've never heard of him before today and matt he's a professional talking telly Try it. Just for one week. Just try the program for one week. This is the Custard TV Podcast. What we decided this podcast, there's very little actually to discuss worthy of our yeah, I think the next few weeks, certainly when the so, football starts, it will just be Gary reviewing yeah. the football. It'll just be Gary going, well, that was a good goal. But um, yeah. we decided well, to... Will, it's it's will... called a goal. <laughs> I, I, didn't I, know, I didn't know how to finish that, that sentence, and I thought I'd pulled it off well. <laughs> I, I will do that as a podcast if you want, you know. I want a whole podcast where Gary explains the offside rule. Yeah. 
Yeah. That wouldn't take a whole podcast, just a few minutes. So, yeah, there's a lot of sport coming up, and there wasn't that much this week, what with the Britain well, there's not a lot talent of sport. live finals. It's just the European Championships that happen every And then the Italy and then the Olympics. So we decided, I decided, let's watch two shows, or Matt did, I forget. And we, we stumbled across Piggy Blinders, which is doing really well as far as people getting behind it, which I've never seen. Gary had oh, never seen. Yeah, and Matt had never seen. Matt had seen. My I'd apologies. seen the first. In fact, as I said to you before, I've actually talked about the first episode of series one on yeah. this here very on podcast very three podcast. years ago. And you're about to do it again later on. Well, I'm not. And also, I haven't watched it. Yeah. So. And Bloodline, which returned to Netflix for its Netflix second series, uh, just last week. So two shows that um, people talk about. Which, to be honest with you. We'd never really seen. The A word which Luke watched, did Matt watch? No. Yes. First episode. I watched the first First episode. episode. He's gone back to doing that recently. He he did that years ago. Just just for the A word. I'm not doing it with everything, but it was. I watched all of Undercover. Has either of you finished that yet? No. So go away. The A word. Oh, I've missed this. The A word. I've missed this. The A word didn't grab me, as I said before at the time. It was for a show about a young lad with autism. It was oddly obsessed with sex. An exciting uh, announcement from ITV that they've teamed up with American online streaming service Hulu for an eight-part series called Harlot. Uh, Harlot. No, Harlot. There's more than one Harlot. There's more than one Harlot in There's this game. There's more than one. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, no news about when this will be shown or anything like that. No. But it's interesting. It's going to be on ITV Encore, which I think. Well, is that's a the shame. thing. I mean, I saw that and I thought, well, maybe, maybe that. But why would you partner with somebody that... And it's got um, one of our favourites, Leslie Manville, is in this. Of Mum and River. Yes, and also... uh, Is it Anna Maxwell Martin? Probably, she's in everything else. And um, the girl off of Downton Abbey, um, with the three names. Jessica Brown Finley, there you go. Right. Can I I add a bit of news here? Oh, go on. Well, um, just about you... Sort of going to the gym or something, or is it actually? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, Channel oh, Four yeah. have announced a new sitcom called Damned. I don't know if you saw this. Yes, uh, I did. Written by Joe apologies. Brandon or Wenner Banks, and it's odd because this, I believe, was it not on yeah, Sky Arts. I didn't it was really like a pilot it was on Sky, Sky Arts. Arts yeah. Is this the one about Damon Davis? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. saw. I, I'm sure They're I saw the pilot. They're both in this. Joe Brand, Alan, yeah, on Sky Arts. It's the same. And, and Channel Four have made it into a six-part. Uh, sitcom. But I know because yeah, um, there's, a, there's a, a, char- a comedy actor who goes by the name of Barry from Watford, and he had a show on Sky Arts, and he asked me at the time to, to watch a friend. You know, asked me to watch it, and I think this was part of that same kind of like yeah, the they Playhouse. Did like twenty minutes or something. Playhouse yeah. presents it was called. Yeah, that was it, and they did like twenty minutes, mm. fifteen twenty minute shows, which they hoped to, to commission. But and also uh, Tamwa from EastEnders is starring in the Channel mm. Four version. So there you well, go. there you are. Wow. I'm not sure a show about social workers is going to be that funny, but... Oh, I don't know. My mum works in that service and she's always like... News. Yeah, I think and I now... should do Gary Goes West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'm so. Someone else doing Gary Goes West. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I'll do it. I'm, I, I've never been West. You two have been West together. Yeah, I okay. never have. Okay, yeah, you okay. go West. Well, yeah, yeah, you, you do, you okay. do uh, Gary Goes West. You be the too. king of wishful thinking, Luke. <laughs> okay, we close our eyes. Yes. And, and follow the tracks of our tears. <laughs> <laughs> this all, is so hitting that's all the Go West song. <laughs> yeah. That's so hitting our demographic. Netflix have announced that Bojack Horseman will return to the service on all platforms in America and the UK on the 22nd of July. It'll Excellent. be the whole series as per normal. Um, I got into this in the second series mainly yeah, because you, a lot you of... Yeah, you weirdly started saying you were loving it, which I, I thought was bizarre. I was really enjoying you it. Slag it off to start with. I, I think I, I genuinely didn't understand no, it no, for no. a long, you long time. Slagged me off for saying it was a show about. A horse. He always slags you off. That's nothing new there. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Uh, a show Matt and I adore. In fact, I I I would have its babies. Uh, the Americans is getting two yeah, further pack- series, much much similar to. Uh, what we were talking about there with Peaky yeah. Blinders. Two series, one next year and a shorter one the year after with the creators saying they know the end game and they're really glad that the the did network you know? FX have did given them... The... You know that the yes, I was just going to come on to this. Are an item. Mm. 
Yes, and they've just welcomed their first child. Yeah. Uh, something we don't champion, but everybody else seems to. Transparent uh, is getting a full series via Amazon Prime uh, After before the third is even aired. Do you think this is another one we need to revisit? I mean, it is possible that we, we just don't the like the show, two. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I just think... I, I only watched the first one. I, I don't think I we like shows where it's just everyone's got issue. It's like there's just yeah. too much going on. It, um, it, it yeah. felt like a kind of poor man's Breaking Bad without the drugs. Although well, no, I Breaking think you Bad can make plot. some links between it and Bloodline, which we'll get on to. Oh, like yeah. just, in ter- just in terms of like the family dynamic, I suppose. Yes. Well, like. yeah, I, I've got another show I'm going to compare Bloodline to, so get ready for that. Okay. Well, I'm looking for... I'm... If you're listening now to this, I would skip ahead. I've yeah. got one as well, actually, I'm going to compare it to, so we should compare uh, ooh, it. I haven't compare. got anything. Compare comparisons. Yeah. People uh, who like the show have been wondering what will happen to Sky One's and CBS's Limitless. It was one of the few shows to not be confirmed uh, for a recommission, but they also didn't say they've axed it. Well, they have now. That's the end yeah, of so it. CBS is one of the biggest lying titles since the never-ending story. Limitless. <laughs> it, limited. Came, it was limited <laughs> quite limited. quickly. The, the it was, was a limited well, series. Well, no, and also the problem was is that yeah, let's create a television show where the lead actor could do anything. Oh, that's really boring because once you take the rules out of anything, it becomes really boring. It's like that we, film uh, Unstoppable with Denzel Washington because yeah. if the train hadn't been unstoppable, yeah. they should have called yeah. it. Yeah, but that that's a good yeah. film. That yeah, but Gary, if it was unstoppable, they wouldn't have tried to stop it. It should be called uh, yeah. unstoppable. But, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> we stopped it. I know this isn't true because I know there are more on the way, but networks in the states need to stop remaking films in TV mm. series. Rush well, yeah, has gone, you, Limitless you is gone. You say that that's 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 next year's I'm that sure, autumn storylines, yeah. isn't it? I'm talked about um, this on. I think it was when we had Debs on the Christmas show about how you've got these built-in brands and how it's easier for. Um, you know, networks commission already known mm. brands. So, like, we had uh, uh, Limitless and Rush Hour, and they do it with all the superhero stuff. Supergirl, as well, like, yeah. Flash, mm. Arrow, all of those, the mod yeah. agents of whatever. It's almost you know. like, it almost needs little to no promotion. But, but then, 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 as then, I say, I think, I think that the cancellation of Limitless and the cancellation of Rush Hour and Agent Carter shows that maybe this little experiment isn't working. No, yeah, maybe get... maybe next year's upfronts will see less shows made from telly. But it's easier for an audience, and an audience will f- always fluctuate towards a brand they know just to see what they've done with it. Gary has seen uh, one show this week that he would thinks worthy of Gary. Yeah, I just rest. thought you said you're going to give Gary a second chance. Uh, well, I, I always do every week. I think I'm on my fourth, aren't I? Um, what, what is Second Chance, and why have Second I never Chance heard of it? Is a USA Networks uh, show that's currently on it. Universal. Uh, and uh, Gary it's... goes further on his remote than I do. I don't even know where Universal <laughs> is. Not that far. It's only about one. He's got a Universal on remote. That's why. That's on fire this year. Basically, this is two uh, a brother and sister uh, team who have far much more money than sense are trying to grow a human in order to cure the sister cancer. <laughs> oh no, my god! Literally, it's a science fiction show. And right at the beginning of the show, a rather crotchety old sheriff uh, is killed and they manage to get his body through sort of nefarious needs means, and they kind of recreate him, and his consciousness and body oh are reborn. God. But it works out quite well because he has a son, <laughs> and he has a granddaughter, so he has connections to the world. So although the first episode is rather clunky, because it's not, it's it's obviously going through a storyline like that, mm. and it, you know, you're like, what? They're recreating a human. You have to suspend disbelief. Actually, towards the end, no. of it, it works quite well. And I've watched the second episode since, and actually, they've done quite a good job. This has some legs. If you're missing kind of a low level action show, you know, like this is like a 24. This is like a, a human target that I used to go on about, which I really like. Where there's just good action, good plot. And, and it's, it's Anyone got, uh, in it that we know, Gary? No, only, only Rob, only he... Rob Kaczynski from yeah, EastEnders. Exactly, oh, okay. I mean, only him. So I mean, and he it's plays like his second chance, really, isn't I it? I know. Yeah, it is. Gary says if you're missing it, you will have to relish it because it's already been axed. Yeah, unfortunately, it's already been axed, so we're only going to get the eleven episodes. That uh, damn you, so, Rob Kaczynski! So if if I get a bad episode along the way, I might. 
cancel it myself. <laughs>
or how many episodes should you give it to breathe? Because mm. there were bits of this episode that was like, yeah, I like this. This is good. I like this bit. I like them. And then they were, oh, nothing's really I have happening. to say, I lost interest around yes. the three-quarter way mark. I yes. think yeah. once everyone has got together, then it was just a lot of arguments about, like, My... Danny, why is Danny getting yeah. his own way? He wants to come back. No, let's yeah. not let him come back. But I like Danny. My favourite scene of the whole thing, because I felt there was genuine tension there and I wanted to know where it was going, was the, the scene where they all give speeches at the party and yeah. the dad's giving speech and talking about each one of the kids and then... Danny stands up and gives his speech and gets a bit of a laugh. And I thought, oh, this is, there's obviously real tension there. I wonder what that... And then from there, I sort of found myself drifting in and out. Yeah, trying I was to exactly care. the same. I was exactly the same, Luke. There was part of me, not immediately after it finished, but, but subsequently, that I did think, I just, I wonder where it goes. Because people do say it's brilliant, but a lot of people say that about Netflix stuff and I, that I, I haven't th- liked. That's where I came, where I where got stuck the first time, was, well, where is this going to go? They obviously wanted you to have that little, you know, sort of moment at the end where you know, well, do they kill him, do they not? But that didn't, that wasn't enough to grab me. But I also hate shows where nothing really happens, but they keep teasing something at that's going to happen At least they didn't later. do it right at the beginning, though, Luke. They oh, that would have been it to the middle. <laughs> that would have been annoying. No real characters to really latch on to. No, at least I mean, I do. I think one. Danny's a good character, but he's not someone that you can sympathise with. He's not a sympathetic mm. character. I think he's a well-drawn sort of antagonist character. And I, yeah. as I say, I think Ben Mendelsohn, I just can't praise him enough. He's the best thing about this for me. A lot of people sort of binge on these Netflix shows, but there wasn't anything to make me want to no. binge on it going further. I think there's... The... No. Mm. Should we move on to Peaky Blinders? Yes. Yes. Oh, go- oh Luke, what was the result of the uh, the poll? Oh, the poll? I asked, for tonight's podcast, we watched two shows we've never reviewed or seen. Which of the two do you imagine I preferred? Fifty-six percent said they thought I would prefer Bloodline. Uh, sorry, Peaky. I didn't get that wrong, and I'm looking <laughs> at it right now. Fifty-six percent said they they thought I'd prefer Peaky Blinders to forty-four who said Bloodline. And so, what's the yeah. what's the actual results? Well, let's talk about let's talk about them, and we'll we'll get Peaky there. Peaky Blinders. Do we need a sort of preamble? Not on really, this? I isn't think it everyone third knows series? What Blinders is, and yeah. you well, know, Pe- really Gary's to... seen it now, and he might not. Still might not know. <laughs> They watched it on Gogglebox this week. They did. And that, and oddly, I hadn't seen this first episode when I watched it, and I did find myself drawn in by the scene they picked like, on Gogglebox. You were a bit like Mr. Moffat, who went, why yes. haven't we watched this before? Why haven't we seen this before? It's this good. is bloody canny-like. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to everyone from uh, Newcastle upon time. <laughs> We kind of know what Matt feels. Actually, though, I think when I first saw the first episode, listening back to myself, I enjoyed it more than subsequent episodes than I've seen. So Wow. I, I'm so surprised you, I never You in the past. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised when I listen back and you said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. I liked the show. There were a couple of things that annoyed me. The music annoyed me. I thought the music. I said the exact same thing. I said that in my original review. Completely inappropriate for the style and the theme of the show. I think the thing that that, that you get is how good Cillian Murphy is. He is the lead. He is the focal point of the series. Everything kind of rotates around him. Although Um, I think the best performance is Helen McCrory, personally. Yes, well, yeah, Um, Paul. He's very good, but I, I, I think, I think Cillian Murphy is supposed to be. He's very captivating. He is a very captivating. You can believe, you can understand why these people would follow him. You get a very clear division of lines. So there's the, the, you know, what you get this Peaky Blinders group. You've got the factory where everybody works and the communists communism that, yeah that's right that yeah. run it and and the interesting thing is, is how much they deal with you know this is set in in 1912 when no, i no, 1919 1919 so this is really close to the end of the first world after the end of the after first the end because the two the communist guy and tommy fought together didn't they or something that's like right that. yeah mm. and he was one of the things that you you get is that uh, chili murphy's Chilly murphy's character was a sergeant major so he was a leader in the army you know he wasn't just a, a foot soldier um he was a leader i really believed him as a character and i really believed that he murdered that guy at the end i really thought that he was, was a... dead Brilliant. I really thought he executed him. Had you actually seen this any of this before? Had you watched any me, of this? Me? Before? I had seen probably half sort of the first half of one. 
And why didn't one. you... But wasn't really... I don't think I was really paying attention. Oh, I don't okay. think... And to be honest, I was midway through it again and thinking, oh, I don't know it. And then when the the Irish girl comes in, the singer in the bar, and the dynamic sort of changes, I thought, no, this is really good. By the end... He's an undercover cop. But the... I have to say, 53% now it is say that I would prefer Peaky Blinders. I really, really did. Mm. Yeah, I... I will watch this I th- again. I think out of the two... I don't think... I, I don't... I don't know, I don't... I mean, I've seen the... I think maybe sort of I've got other knowledge because I have watched the more more recent, the first episode of season three. Gary said the music was one thing that put me off. The other thing was the constant sort of use of slow-mo throughout the episode. And I I, I think the sort of use of this style almost almost takes you out of believing in the sort of... This is what happened in the time period. It's almost... I, I sort of made it akin to like a comic book film. That's what it feels like right. to me. The colour is a bit off from everything else. Yes. The way yeah. the the music, the modern music, the the camera shot. I think there are bits in each epi- in the episode of series season. See, th- yeah, the, you the can do it the, the one that's on at the moment. <laughs> that one. There was a great bit because it was uh, Tommy's wedding, and Arthur yeah. had to give a speech. And I think yeah. the entire bit with Arthur's speech was brilliantly done. But I just think when it descends into the violence, and I think people expect the violence from it now, yeah. that sort yeah. of really rough and ready violence, and it, do, it it sort of almost feels disconnected from it. And is there it sort are... of fulfilling its own prophecy yeah. now, becoming the show people and think And there's a weird rather... plot now where like Winston Churchill is a character and wants well, to he's use... Well, he's in the pilot. He's in yeah. the first Yeah, episode, but he yeah. now wants to use Tommy for something, and it's like... Yeah. As you say, Silly Murphy's brilliant. Helen McCrory is just absolutely the matri- like this sort of so, ballsy matriarch character. I don't know. I won't probably carry on with a, either. There's there's a room, and they say if you go in this room, there's nothing else on the telly, just football. Go in this room, you can finish Bloodline. Go in that room, you can catch up on Peaky Blinders. Which one would you do, Matt? Probably uh, if I hadn't seen any other Peaky Blinders other than the first yeah. one. It might be Peaky Blinders. I've seen the first episode of each series. I yeah. think I'd probably be more inclined to see Bloodline just based on that. Do you, do you think also with Peaky Blinders, because you've dipped in and out yeah. and not done it in one big line like is the way it's supposed to be done, that maybe your views... Yeah, maybe. At it, at it and I have watched as well the thing the BBC did where they put like what's happened in the first two series. You know, they've yeah. started doing that now with like the yeah. Line of Duty and Happy Valley and things like that. Yeah. So I did do that, so I had some context to watch the third one. Of the two, I think Peaky Blinders had the stronger first episode. I think it lures people in more and gives you more of an idea of what this is about. It sets it sort of... Yeah. It's cards on the table, if you will. At the time as well, we were busy watching Educating Yorkshire, which was yeah. on the same time on a Thursday night. And also, as I've listened back to that podcast, also The Guilty was on. And yeah, if, I know if you were, I wish I had to say. And if you, were, if you were wondering what you were watching, Gary, you were watching Bates Motel. Gosh, yeah. Never did. <laughs> Never Gary, did. <laughs> uh, same scenario to you then. Which room do you go in? Bloodline room, Peaky Blinders room? Peaky Blinders, I think. I, I think the show just had a little bit more that grabbed me than mm. Bloodline. Uh, and I, I think, as Matt said, you know, when you watch a series that you don't know that much about or that you go back to, you, you're looking for that hook. As you said, the violence draws you in because, you know, it really does make you think something major is going to happen. So do you envisage I know I know Matt's answer to this but do you envisage Gary going into the Peaky Blinders room? Yeah, I think I will. I... As you mentioned there's going to be a whole lot of sport. I will be watching it. There's no denying that. But even you know when England regrettably go out of the European Championships at the group stages, uh <laughs> then I'll need something to drown my sorrows in. If we do this again where we pick two shows, obviously it, it, I just want to put a call out to the viewers if there are any shows out there that you think we've watching this. Because <laughs> I really should put some clothes on if people <laughs> yeah. are. you not again, are you? Oh, ah, no. way I feel most are you free. periscoping again, Gary? No, I'm not. No, <laughs> no um, it's just the way he's looking at you. If you think there are shows out there that that we've we've ignored that you love, then then do yeah. get in contact with us on the on the on the Twitter. 
later. Unless or, any of those are Britain's or post it on the It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We'd, we'd love to hear from, from you. There you are. That's my little reach out moment. There you go. Uh, okay. Have you told your friends about this podcast? Okay, here we go. No. It's just not my idea of a good time. Tell them now. That's what the people want to hear. This is the Custard TV podcast. Good class. From thecustardtv.com. Fun, fun, fun. It's Britain's Got Talent. I've uh, forgotten all about this already. <laughs> Britain's Got Talent bowed out with its lowest audience for a final in the show's 10 year history. Um, Although it's I can, I can imagine why, because those semi-finals were so dire. Those audition shows are so like loved in, in a way is mm. because they're so well edited. And when you don't have that yeah. editing, when you don't have when you're having to sit and watch these acts live, mm. it's a bit dull. <laughs> it's yeah, it's and... not going at a, a, a quite a steady, you know, quite a good pace for most of that. No. You know, and there's also, always. I... Music, there's always flicking past, you know, you, you rarely get times where you concentrate on one act. They oh. shot themselves in the foot a lot of the times, because there were, there were acts on, on, on some shows that weren't worthy of getting through at no. all, and there and were there's... like four acts on another one that you could have seen getting through. So. And, and I think they got rid of some of the, the good acts. That I mean, I really like that, the, the Mimic Men, and I know that would have meant there was three impressionist acts on, but then there was like... How many singing? How many singing children does one person need to see in a week? Yeah, uh, I know. And I, I didn't rate that. Um, was it Wayne Woodward who came second? No, at all. How did he come it second? Was, to me now, it's personality first and ability second. Certainly in terms of the singers, if he wasn't this sort of Cockney, you know, geezer, there's no Danny way he Dyer. second. Yeah, Danny Dyer, yeah. sort of like you know, and then he's got an okay lounge singer voice. You weren't freaked out by the mother and son singers or the, or I the ballet like act. The, the fact, I liked Shannon and Peter's first audition. Oh, they I, I did me like out. Them. He creeps me out. I agree he's got yes. creepy eyes that follow you around the room. I will. Yeah, and his kids are there <laughs> waving like they walk into them doing that every Sunday. Uh, and I, I, I am a bit gutted as well that the guy who sung the song about the number 19 bus didn't get through to the uh, semi-final. But he would have needed the whole 90 minutes. The reason they choose a lot of the acts they choose is because they're the ones that have resonated with the public and they know a lot of people will pick up the phone for, yeah. say, like the mother and son act. And or I don't know who was voting for them loving stormtroopers, though. I remember in recent years saying I enjoyed the semi-final week more than yeah. the, you know... The, no, not this this year. was a... This, and they the put through, like, Davros, they put through that polar bear... They put, you know, some of those. No, acts... all it, all I've learnt now over the over the nine years it's been on, not the ten. Yeah, it's its tenth year. This is its tenth year. It's the start of its tenth. Well, year. Te- technically, it's... yes. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's what they're saying. It's not their tenth yeah. anniversary. That is next year, and and me and you have been very vocal about this on Twitter. That yeah. it is its tenth year. It's yeah. Like... Your ninth birthday is the start of your tenth year, tenth but it's year. not your tenth anniversary. I, know, of your... <laughs> I don't know why it bothers me, but it really no, does. No, it bothers me as well. We've talked about this already. And, yeah. But I, I have to say, I did like Richard Jones, the magician who won it. I liked oh, his audition. Damn. I liked his semi-final performance. But I felt his, his final performance was very pandering. And I think what it was, was the fact that he thought, well, no magician has ever got through before by performing like a decent trick like a few years ago that bloke set himself on fire and, and that came wasn't fit. enough um <laughs> and last year was like a magician came second didn't he it's he like what have that. i got to do I set yeah exactly on fire so i know i'll just do this very patriotic thing about this guy who was captured during the war 
and but just do like a little do. card trick and and that what and that won it in the end whereas if i did that group who were shadow people they did a whole british thing in the final and they yeah, won that, I, I, they? yeah so, i think i think it is very much you, they do you do have to remember that the queen is going to see yeah the, and final the, the vote but the voting is very much done by nans as the best act at the final was in fact the act that was made up of all the old acts who'd already won it I thought that yes. was the best thing on the final was this group. The of, only thing that made me smile. Yeah, like Diversity, yeah. Ashley and Pudsey, George Sampson, Old Men Grooving, the Drummer Boy attraction, as Gary mentioned, they were there. Uh, Stavros Flatley. Spellbound. But one question, one question I had is, where was Jai McDowell in all this? <laughs> I know, not even mentioned. No one, from that, no one from that 2011 series. Or no one from, the, as you say, Paul Potts. I think he's touring. I think they mentioned that. Oh, they, had, okay. they had someone from every year, apart from that Michael McIntyre year that everyone's forgotten. Uh, Wallanda. Wallanda. <laughs> Wallanda. Uh, which uh, Gary will talk about. I like Wallanda. I like the pacing. You're not going to like me, but I do like things that are slow and developing. But you uh, don't. No, I do. <laughs> you, no, but you I do. Say, I don't know where it's well, going. Well, it's well, like the old way you used to have to wait for your photos. Like slow and developing. Very good. good snappy you snappy. are on fire. Go to the gym every day before the podcast. <laughs> he, he's good. He's good. Uh, Kenneth Branagh stars. This is the final series that the BBC will make of the adaptations of the Swedish books. Uh, he's dead. Many, many, many yeah. people believe that the Swedish show is superior. And I have to admit, I've not it seen is. too many of it. And I think it possibly is. from a crime drama point of view it is. But I, I kind of fell in love with Wallander. Uh, during a time when this is going to sound really weird, I'm going to be very honest. I went down to my uncle's um, and my nan wasn't very well and she was ringing us every kind of half an hour at one point. So we kind of had lots of things planned for this holiday but couldn't really do anything. So we put Wallander on and we were already a bit depressed and this just kind of carried us into it. But in a kind of... Into a full-on depression. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. In a a kind of like... (laughs) I kind of see where this is coming from, and it made us kind of identify Sweet. with him. You know, he is just completely morose and and down. There's nothing exciting about him, but he is a darn good crime detective, you know, and, 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 it, and that's what I like about it. It's shot beautifully. You know, because Kenneth Branagh's involved, they do make it look more like a film, and the most recent one that I watched was shot in, shot in South Africa. There was a little bit of a problem where... Uh, because there was a, a, a lot of a lot of South Africans in there, I almost had to. I did turn on the the subtitles at one point well, I because knew they were coming uh, at some point, not for people. Yeah, just... well, exactly because there was uh, because basically it was so integral to the plot. You know what's being said. You know it's not it's not an action show that if you miss the <laughs> definitely, <anything>, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. No, and I know Luke doesn't like it because nothing happens, and that's I, why I yeah. quite like it in a sense. It's uh, not that it, nothing it's a happens. bit of a guilty pleasure. Yes. No, I would disagree I, that, not, that nothing, not, nothing happens. Nothing I don't happens. think that. It shouldn't be an hour and a half. I think if they took out all the bits where Kenneth Branagh pauses for about two minutes before answering a question. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. You have to leave those in. Those are the best bits. No, they're not. No, they Gary. Not. That's how, a lie. how can That's, they be? Felt like one of those episodes of Murder She Wrote where Jessica Fletcher goes <laughs> and solves the crime <laughs> the local yeah. police force can't solve at all. I did like the fact that this wasn't in Sweden, so we didn't have to deal with the fact that they were all speaking English but looking at papers that had all Swedish writing on them. I know. Uh, I, well, that's uh, one of the I can't annoying. get through that. But I just feel like Kenneth Branagh saps the life out of everything in this, and I think uh, Luke will agree with me. It's just sort of yeah. like. He, he behaves in this as if he just he somebody turns the camera on, but he just does not want to be there. No, no, he's like, I need to go and direct Cinderella now. If you don't latch on to him, which I never have, then the show has nothing else listen, for you to latch on to. If you listen to him in interviews, he's absolutely charming and he's full of laughs. He has a great laugh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's like somebody gives him really bad the news. The only person before. I liked in this was the uh, female South African cop. I thought she was very good. It's another example. It's a show I think I should like because it's sort of loved in the critical world. But I, ju- I don't. I just don't. And you can't make yourself like a show. I don't find him that engrossing. I understand that. It, I understand that what they're doing this series is very interesting with him having dementia and everything like that. But I don't. Why has know, he got I dementia? Just, yeah. That's Boy, where love. It's going. 
Not really. That's where the whole you seen that, that why in the, the trailer that for where the whole the stuttering series. came from in the first. Yes. Is that why he was struggling to answer questions? Yes. Oh, I didn't get that. I just thought he was just a bit slow. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I just thought, we've got ninety minutes. Can you just bring it out a bit, please, Ken? No, thanks. No, thanks, he's Ken. he's getting he's got he's got dementia. I don't know. I just don't latch on to him. And then there's all, like you say, the Swedish element when nobody seems to acknowledge the fact that they're all speaking perfect English. I don't know. I just, oh, I don't. I don't know why we needed a we why we needed a adaptation of this when there is a. I, I know it didn't work the same way around with the killing and the bridge where we saw the Ameri- you yeah. know, we saw the American ones after we'd seen the. The originals. We'd seen this first before BBC uh, screened the originals. So, speaking of BBC Four foreign drama, let's talk about the disappearance, um, which is a new uh, French drama that started on Saturday night. Um, mm-hmm. Aired the first two episodes. This is uh, set in Lyon, in France. Mm-hmm. Actually, based on a Spanish series. Fuck fans. That's uh, weird, isn't it? Yes, the disappearance of Spoiler. a, a La Lea Morel, uh, who went, who's, who's missing on the eve of her 17th birthday, where she goes to a local music festival with her best friend slash cousin and her boyfriend that her parents know nothing about. And uh, basically, uh, she doesn't come home. There's, oh, she's just stopping out. She's with a friend, blah, blah, blah. But eventually they realise, oh, she's gone missing. You get these secrets that start to spill out. Some of the secrets are sort of standard, like, oh, she was doing drugs, or she had a boyfriend. But then there's the bizarre secret that she was a really good motor racing driver. Yeah, well, I thought that was just standard. I thought, you know... Is that is that our way of segueing into Top Gear later? You know, It, was, it know. might well be. But yeah. the, these, she's actually the Stig, that's the... Uh, ah, the there you are. Um, oh, the Stig. But there was this whole thing about motor racing gloves and who did the gloves belong to, and it's... Oh, no, she didn't want to tell you because your brother was in a car accident. If it does not fit, you must have um, quit. What I liked about this was the the family aspect of this, where, mm. um, again, it's a bit like uh, people uh, in the sort of literature, in the hype up to it, was comparing it to Broadchurch. No. And, and in, I think in terms of like the family's reaction to the disappearance, it does have some of that. But um, And the mother who's... Uh, played by the woman who was in The Returns. I don't know the actress's name. The character's Florence. No, lady. She is the best thing in this for me. Where it falls down and where Broadchurch and The Killing and all of those others thrived was in the character, the police detective, uh, Melina, yeah. who's this new sort of rogue guy in town. He's come back to spend time with his own teenage daughter. They try and do some correlation between the two. He's got a teenage daughter who is like the worst person in the world ever. She's just She's like, like horrible. She's like the kids from Trapped, but... Yeah, sort of... but worse. Basically, what happens in episode two is that his ex basically brings in a suitcase saying, she's living with you now. And then when oh. the first scene of those two together, he's like, oh, should we have pizza tonight? No, I want sushi. And I'm just like, you're the worst person <laughs> in the world. Ever. As you say, those, those two kids in Trapped were so badly behaved and bullied. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You, you almost wanted Andre to be rid of them. I don't know why he, <laughs> he didn't, didn't want them to leave. Your mother wants to take it. Yeah, go on and off you go. You know? God, you're yeah, horrible. Go. But, I yeah, feel like if, if think... we'd made this with hmm. this script, and we'd just be saying how cliched it was yeah. if it was. I think you... Mal- I think Melina, the character, the police detective, going back to him. Old. He he's an older actor, but he looks like he stepped off the pas- the, the pages of a fashion magazine, as yes, do most of the pl- Certainly his female deputy, who is just hanging yeah. around in a really loose-fitting t-shirt, and she's very slender, even though her sort of character flaw is that she can't stop eating. She's eating in every scene. And there's, a, this on again? and there's a scene, BBC and then there's four. a scene with like the debriefing where they're all sort of they're not sitting down like they used to in like the bill, you know, when they all got debriefed. They're sort yeah. of hanging around, standing up by tables, like they're like a flipping youth club or something like that. Yeah. Um, someone, I think it was Alison Graham, reviewed it in the Radio Times, said if this was a British show. It would be wrapped up in episode one through the use of CCTV, but something they don't seem to have in Leon. <laughs> Basically, there's nothing in this that we haven't seen before. It's not and, no, and done better problem. elsewhere. That's Even the though, problem. and I think now BBC Four 
trying to get away with showing any old tat as long as it's got subtitles. And yeah. I think now, like, you know, you've got Channel 4 and More 4 doing their Walter Presents as well, yeah. that we are getting sort of overloaded by this European drama. Now. But you initially you think that mm. if that we've got it, it must be good. The, that first 20 minutes of the disappearance is really good, where you get the anguish, you get the waiting you get all that stuff i say the bits with the family are the best but then at the end of the second episode the dad goes off the deep end and starts beating up pimps uh, as you do it's <laughs> not part of the plot that's just so, what happens so. in front Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tell us something about Top Gear. I will. I watched this with family on Sunday. Again, was this your family or just with... No. I pop around to different people every weekend. You just say with family, like... Yes. My family. (laughs) Uh, my dad's a big fan of the original. Likes the, it loves you know works for. What cars, is that? The likes. one with Angela Rippon. The what? The <laughs> one where it was full of people with eighties well, hair. Was, that yeah. was the 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 original yeah. presenter of it was Angela. The Rippen, previous, in, uh, the previous incarnation then with the with the three lads we know. The, right. All I would say is that the biggest problem was it was Matt LeBlanc and and Chris Evans in the studio and on all the VTs. They have zero chemistry. Fair enough, it's the first one. Chris Evans is shouting a lot, but what the worst thing they did was they just recreated everything from the previous series of Top Gear. It, they did nothing new, rehash everything that the previous Top Gear was doing. They didn't make doing. the song their own then, like Louis Walsh. No, they didn't do anything of their own. They've got a whole oh, team right. of presenters. We didn't see any, any of those people. What they should have done is perhaps gone, these are the greatest hits from the previous series of Top Gear, we'll keep those, but here are our new twists on things. They didn't do that at all. It felt more like these are some leftover bits that the three of them were going to do before you know, it all went wrong. Yeah. And we may as well do those with Matt LeBlanc and Chris Evans. Have they got Evans. a new production team, or is it the same people? No, it, well, I think the main guy's gone with the original trio. But and it, the woman, I mean, actually, isn't it? The woman who was producing it quit, didn't she? The original quit, producer yeah. it just, of the Chris it Evans. Just, I wish you had seen it, even though you weren't Top Gear fans. Just but then I would know, Luke, that they recycled everything else, because I'd never yeah. seen the original. They had Jesse Eisenberg, who is one of the most boring men in the world. He's, yeah. And... Uh, and Gordon Ramsay on as the star in the rally car. It was reasonably priced car. It's now a rally car. And they spent far too long getting the audience in in the studio to to decide which was you know which who of them had had the best car in their lives. Whether Gordon Ramsay's Ferrari or Jesse Eisenberg's something else. That's only fun if you're in the studio. If you're watching at home, I mean, to be fair to them, it was it was never going to be an easy transition. This was the first episode. It was always going to be difficult. People were always going to be disappointed, whatever they did. Yeah. Uh, it did get low ratings, and I, I think people may not go back to it because it was the curiosity factor. I, I've seen lots what of people on Twitter saying I liked it. You know, I, I, so I think I think the expectation is is that they will find an audience. It just won't be to the Bigger level the the, the audience no. that they had before. No, do you think that. they should have bought it back, Luke? No, but I can completely understand why. I can understand why. It's a money-making thing. They ha- this is shown in what three hundred countries around the world, or something. Yeah, I think Matt LeBlanc said on Graham Norton that uh, on Sunday it was on here on Sunday, and by Wednesday it would be in ninety. Com- it'll have been seen that, in ninety. Oh, 90. I'm slightly so, yeah. exaggerating for comic effect, but 
Well, I quite like mm. Matt LeBlanc, just generally. You were talking about him in inter- I've seen him in interviews, and I found him quite... Not boring. Laid back, but not boring. He's laid back. He's, yeah. he's not laid back. He's perpendicular. He's <laughs> First mention of that on the podcast. There isn't an interesting... He's a petrol head who was on a comedy that was quite good. That's about all you know about him from from the interview with Graham Norton. I'll just mention quickly A Midsummer Night's Dream because it's something that I initially was like, oh, I'll give it a go, but it's another Shakespeare. You know, we've just had the Hollow Crown. The, the sort of basis of the plot... Um, it, it's leading up to the wedding between uh, Theus and Hippolyta, uh, which, who's the sort of the, he's like an Athenian king. She's the queen of the Amazons, and in the book, obviously, it's sort of you know lovey dovey. This is Russell T Davies adapting it, by the way, so you know it's going to be a bit odd. Were there any Daleks? There weren't, but Bernard Cribbins was there. The first thing you see is that he's turned Theus into like a fascist dictator, and that Hippolyta is basically being forced to marry him she's wheeled on in one of those sort of Hannibal Lecter things with a full mask and everything like that so already he sort of changed it the style of it is quite in your face all the fairies are done up to very colourful isn't it steampunky sort of Maxine Peake is is Titania and her and the guy playing Oberon whose name I don't know have got almost like a sort of antagonistic relationship with each other the CG in this is fantastic as you would expect I think uh, Russell T Davis has enlisted some of the old sort of Doctor Who crew to work on this, and Murray Gold, who does the music for Doctor Who, is also involved in this. A lot of the traditional aspects have gone. There was a bit of the foreword that there was a lesbian kiss towards the end of this. The only sort of traditional bit was the bits with the actors, as you said, bottom here, played by uh, Matt Lucas, and a lot of familiar faces in what they call the mechanicals, who were the the actors putting on the play for the wedding. So you had like Elaine Page, Bernard Cribbins, Richard Wilson. They were all in these scenes. I think that's the first time Elaine Page and Bernard Cribbins have been mentioned in the same sentence ever. It was funny. It it was different. I think the whole style, as Luke said, was very colourful. It kept me engaged for the whole 90 minutes. I think it was a lot to stuff into 90 minutes as the play normally runs for about three hours. I really enjoyed it and I liked it a lot more than I thought I did. The second and third episodes of Mum, which were on while we've been away because we had a bit mm. of a gap last week. I want to know, because we talked with Gary and you were, you were only sort of halfway through the, the, the I, second I have episode. Watched, I have watched all of the second episode. And? Uh, I... No, he doesn't like it. No, what? I'm, I'm going to carry on because you two keep going on about it. And I can... So I want I want to persist... She is just such a characterless person that people around her are the ones that you're supposed to be. I wouldn't say that at all. No, 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 I'm saying it's my it's my opinion that I think. think I I would I would put her. I mean, I know you didn't watch this either, but if anything, she's the Tim in the office to everybody's. I watch the office. Tim and Dawn. Yeah, in as much as she is, she is keeping us. Grounded. Yeah, and she's all. She's That's why I say I'm going to stick with it because maybe it's one that you have. Mm. To. Mm. But her character is one of like just a. She's just like a normal woman, you know, who's just lost. Yeah, her well then, and, then that's not why I wanted a comedy show. I've got that in real life. But you've got the comedy aspect through other, you know. She is a, a normal it's di- woman. It's dialogue based. Dialogue based. Yeah. yeah. So you're not having big, overtly large characters it's not a laugh out loud sitcom it's an observational one and you have got the car you have got the comedy characters as you said in lisa mcgrills who plays kelly and and dorothy atkinson who plays pauline you've got those characters but you've also you need you can't have everyone be at that level you can't have everyone be at 11 you need it would be manic if you you need someone who can be that proxy you have that in most sitcoms if not all sitcoms you have someone who is the normal ca- for example who like is you uh, watching yeah, these like, that normally isn't the star of the, that normally isn't the focus of the show it's called well, not necessarily it's an ensemble piece no, it's not necessarily... it's called, then 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 why is it called mum because they're all things that are all, happening to her all they're the all characters are connected her. to her she's the center that doesn't necessarily make her the lead character and i think it's similar to his previous work, I, him and her. I just um, not what I think. I, 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 the, cu- the couple in him and her weren't the the big characters, really, no. were they? Stephen and Becky. Also, 
the love story in Gavin and Stacey was interesting, but Gavin and Stacey themselves mm. weren't the draw of that show. But a lot it of people Uncle said Bryn, that about was... Spaced as well, that the two main characters were quite dull. So uh, that's I why I never really got on with Spaced. So, you know, I, I have to, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't Maybe think it's she's that style dull. of dull. I just think no, she's but quiet. Not... Well, I think I... she's dull. But anyway, I'll watch the third <laughs> one. So. <laughs> Well, we won't like the third one at all because there's even more. There's Tanya Franks in that one. She's even even bigger character. So she well, that's right. Well, we'll have to see how that. But your your one of your criticisms of the first episode was that you said you you couldn't see didn't them see carrying again. on. Well, yeah, I like, didn't and, and they've they, introduced the plot know. with the son going to Australia and things yeah, like that. I so didn't know that in that first episode that they were doing like two month jumps. That makes well, more sense. No, we told you. They're doing a whole, yeah, No, no, no. But you. when I watched the f- no, because you didn't tell me until after oh, okay. I watched the first episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I can I just add in a little bit? Uh, just a confirmation on Twitter. Carla Lane uh, has passed away. Oh. Right. Um, oh, Carla Lane. Sorry. Who, who a lot of people have compared Mum to a butter. Oh, a lot of her yeah, sitcoms. A lot, a lot of her sitcoms. You are, could see Carla Lane writing Mum actually. You know. the, uh, bread, the live of bread. birds, and, and and butterflies. One of the best theme tunes ever. Bread. Gotta get up, gotta get out. Gotta. Grab the world by the throat and shout. Whee! Gotta find it, get us a shell. Making bread out of nothing but air. Friday night, the head in the ground. Catching a penny, but missing the pound. Doesn't matter, cause we'll soon turn it around. Soon as we get home, we pray. We make it and we take it home. We pray, but nothing's gonna break it home. We... Not a great show, but a great <laughs> Bread was of its time of the 1980s, where you know they were all on the dole and stuff. I, it I was very of its time. Always... It doesn't. Butterflies yeah. still stands up today. Of any Carla Lane sitcoms, if you listeners, if you've never seen any of Carla Lane sitcoms, uh, check Watch out Butterflies because that is a I good would show. Agree. Okay, pick, pick of the up. week. I'm not even prepared for this today. Pick of the week. Oh, Matt, you're all over the place. I will go first then. Monday no. sees the return of Jimmy McGovern to our screens this you, time. Go um, Reg is um, the true story of Reg Keys, who I remember seeing on the news not that long ago. He was a um, policeman who took then Prime Minister Tony Blair over... Um, he just confronted him over the participation in the Iraq War. I don't know whether I'll enjoy it an awful lot, but I wanted to point people in its direction jimmy's last thing common we kind of enjoyed mm. but it was a little bit preachy and i imagine that this will be just as preachy again and, we, and then he's doing face. something about a priest which will be even more preachy god i can't bear you tonight why not i don't know he's coming up with all these great lines i'm gonna have to edit out it's just annoying <laughs> I, i'm going for two and they're both channel four comedy oh but... don't don't Pick one because I'm probably going to pick the other one. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, well <laughs> You're okay. always I'll, picking I'll go, two. I'll, I'll go. For, <laughs> I'll go for the return of the last leg. Uh, okay. I absolutely love this series, and the the important thing is is that as we're coming into the period period of time around the EU referendum, the European Championships, and all of that, we get these guys and their satirical look. I think the last series was their best. Uh, so you know, Jeremy Corbyn will be on this. That's right, yeah. And the big, yeah, the big thing is that Jeremy Corbyn is going to be the um, the guest on the first episode, so that's going to be great. The the episode where they had Nick Clegg is still one of my favourites. First of all, thanks for coming on, and that lovely to have you. <laughs> I want to guarantee from you right here, right now, no bullshit. Okay, okay. Because if I even think, if I smell a hint of it, bullshit. <laughs> that's a bullshit. <laughs> That's a bullshit buzzer. And you do... And what if the question's... Bullshit. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> bullshit. Whoa, 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 no. That's, um, that, that, that's my buzzer. Me. No, you're... This is... Sorry. This is... <laughs> bullshit. I see, uh... OK. Yeah. I can see, uh... Yeah. I can see that this is, um... No, no, yeah. no, no. This is... I won't... You t- clearly... I won't touch it. I won't touch it. It's right, though, with a paper. You don't listen to the disabled, do you? So... <laughs> And mine was going to be at Gary's other pick. And we need to clamp down on Gary having like two or three picks of the week. <laughs> uh, Power Monkeys, which is yeah. the, uh, basically the follow-up for uh, Ballot Monkeys. Uh, this is, again, based around the referendum. Uh, I can't remember. Guy Jenkins and Andy Hamilton, the rice well, right. and donkey, writing it up to the day again. Uh, big cast in this, Archie Panjabi, yeah. uh, Jack D, I think. Yeah. 
Claire Skinner. Claire Skinner. Who... Kevin McNally, Andy Nyman, and Amelia Bullimore. And Ida Field. Let's hope she doesn't ruin this like she oh, almost did Christ. to Fresh That is it. If you want to get in touch, like Gary said earlier, if you've got a couple of old shows that you don't think you've ever heard our opinions on, uh, get in touch. Uh, you can do it via any one of the three of us. I'm at Luke Custard TV. Matt is at Matt's TV Bites, and Gary is at the Gary Show. Just get in touch. Tell us. You don't even need to tell us why you liked it. Just say I've never heard you discuss dot dot dot. Please, will you have a watch and let, and uh, talk about it on the podcast? I, I'm going to go and cook a lasagna now. So I'm doing a spag bowl. Does that mean putting it in the oven or putting yep. it in the microwave? Yeah, I, 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 I was going to say I'm making my spag bowl from scratch, but I'm just putting mince in with a stirring sauce. That, not still that's, cooking. That's better than me. I'm just not Dolmio though. You'll be pleased. I'm literally that. putting no. a, 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 a lasagna in the oven, so you know I'm no better. Yeah. Okay, well, that is it. We will be back soon. <laughs> or food talk next week. <laughs> yeah. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.